Good morning. Good to see everybody out this morning. Good, uh, beautiful fall morning. Uh, I'll take the blame for the confusion on Thursday night. I put 6.30 in the bulletin. I was thinking it. Huh? Well, I shall say, if you're here at 6 or 6.30, you'll probably get a hot dog either way. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, this, this, this Thursday night is the community kitchen night that the youth do. Also, next Sunday will be our fifth Sunday uh, service, and I believe uh, Shane Smith will be here to uh, bring the message on that morning. So let's come out and uh, support him and also support the youth in the effort that uh, they are doing uh, on the work here in the church. Uh, I noticed you didn't mention the ham supper Saturday at 4 o'clock. Is that when it starts, I believe? Okay, so uh, hay ride here at 3, then go from here to the ham supper and uh, uh, have a a full day of it. So, uh, and then of course not long until time changes, so we'll be facing that. Also, on the rear, there's a paper back there. Uh, The ladies are going to be collecting non-perishable foods uh, to prepare some Christmas boxes for to distribute in the community, and if you wish to uh, add a name to someone that uh, you uh, would like to see, get a Christmas box, uh, just add their name, uh, and it doesn't have to be just someone that's needy, just someone that's uh, deserving, I guess would be the best way to say it, so uh, consider who you would like to see get a box at Christmas and uh, add their name to it, and we'll, we'll take it from there. Uh, as we go to the Lord in prayer this morning, we certainly want to remember the Pearson family menace. Uh, in the tragic death of his son. And uh, tonight, five to seven, be the receiving and then the service uh, to follow with the interment tomorrow uh, here at 11 o'clock. So let's uh, support to come out and pay our respects to uh, Terry and the menace and the family. Anyone else would need to lift up? I guess uh, Harold's still doing okay, so still want to remember him. And Brenda, I saw she left, so I guess maybe her health sort of left her, so we want to remember uh, Brenda. Also, uh, as was mentioned, this being uh, Breast Cancer Awareness or Cancer Awareness Week, we want to remember all those who have been affected or are affected even today with cancer. Uh, My father passed away with lung cancer, so it's been in our family. So let's do remember all those who have been or are affected by cancer. Uh, Irene, any update on uh, Peggy and uh, Harry? About the same. About the same, okay. Okay. Uh, What about Laura? Uh, 
What about Laura? She, uh... Our, on her test was June 2, got one more Thursday. Okay, so let's uh, continue to remember Laura as she goes through this battery of tests and uh, see what's, uh, they find that. Good to see Tom back there in his normal seat. Uh, hope you're feeling better. Uh, Gail's not with me. Uh, she has a diabetic toe ulcer. And she went to the doctor and they gave her some uh, antibiotics and cream and told her to stay off of it. And uh, she goes tomorrow for some minor surgery. Then she's got to go to a podiatrist uh, as a follow-up for what else needs to be done. So remember her today is she and the dog are home holding things down there at the house. So uh, anyone else would need to lift up? Now, his name is Bill, uh, okay, remember Bill, uh, Barbara's brothers, he uh, still having his health problems. So. My sister also has been sick. Sister, okay. Remember her sister also. And what's her name? Uh, Debbie Bledsoe. Debbie Bledsoe, okay. Okay. Others? Okay, remember Ron, as he goes with his back problem uh, and uh, be with his doctors, he goes through this procedure. Who was that? Potsy. Potsy, okay. Now what be done in uh, Kingsport or? Yeah. Okay. So remember Irene, as she goes for her knee surgery, uh, Others? Just remembering Kenny, he's in the nursing home, so hopefully he'll get the therapy he needs. Yes, he is now in Church Hill, right? Yes. So remember Kenny as he goes through his continuous uh, struggle, and hopefully day by day things will continue to strengthen and get better for him. Others? You say lint node? Okay, remember JR as he goes to his doctor's appointment to check on a lint node problem, so be remembering him. Others? Any unspoken? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, as we enter your house today, as we come. Thankful for many, many blessings and joys that you have given to each one of us. But Father, as we come thankful for many blessings, we also have some uh, burdens that we carry with us. Our friends and loved ones, members of our own individual family are suffering different health problems, uh, personal problems, uh, loss of a loved one due to an untimely death, whatever, Father, the needs that we have lifted up today in our Sunday school prior list and today and even this past week and the past several weeks, Father, we, we again today lift them up into your care 
knowing you hear our prayers and even as we speak today, you are working on each of these individual requests. And we're just thankful, Father, that you are there for us and with us whenever we call upon your name because we know that you hear and you answer according to your will, your time schedule. Continue, Father, to bless this church, this congregation. Be with the different activities that are planned over the coming few days. And as we come to the uh, close of this church year and prepare for a new year in 2018, that we will get started off, Father, the way you would have us to go and to do the things that you would have us to do. And as we continue to grow, Father, that we will just add more glory to your kingdom here in the Persia community and just help us, Father, to do all we can to uh, bring these changes and to carry your word where it needs to go. Now go with us through uh, this service uh, today. Uh, be with us tonight, Father, as we gather at the funeral home to pay our respects to the Pearson family and the loss of this loved one. Uh, all these things, Father, we ask today in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And if our ushers will come forward at this time, we'll receive our morning tithes and offerings. Let us pray. Our Father, today is again we receive this offering in your Son's name. We're thankful that we're able to help someone in need today through this offering because you have been so good and helpful to each one of us through your Son, what he has given to us. Now, Father, may we, through this offering, be able to help someone who may be down on their luck at this time, needing a helping hand, needing a little sunshine and joy in their life. And May we help bring that about by doing what we can to help them overcome whatever their need may be. So, Father, as we give today in your Son's name, we do so with a thankful heart, remembering all of the goodness and things that you have given to each one of us. Now it's our turn to help someone in need today. As we do so, Father, by this offering that we give, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Today I titled my message, Mountains to Climb, and I took my reading from the 14th chapter of Joshua, uh, starting with verse 8 through 14, and we would ask those who are able to stand, if you would, please stand for the reading of God's Word as we go to Joshua 14, starting with verse 8. Nevertheless, my brethren, that went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake his word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. Now therefore give me this mountain, whereof the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, Hebron, for an inheritance. Hebron, therefore, became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, unto this day, because that he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. The word of God for the people of God. And may God add his blessing to the reading of his word. As I said, I titled my message, Mountains to Climb. And as you can ascertain from the scriptures we read, uh, it involves a mountain, Mount Hebron, that was given to uh, Caleb through a promise as an inheritance. So as we talk about mountains to climb, I would ask, are there any mountain climbers in our presence today? Unbelievable. I figured. <laughs> Seriously, I know when you talk about mountain climbers, we think about these people that go out and into the Alps or uh, over onto these high mountains and try to uh, climb them and see how high they can go. Uh, as a challenge or as a, I guess, see what they can do. But anyway, seriously, we all, in a sense, have had mountains to climb, or sometimes it may just be a hill, but we have had something out there in our life that has been difficult for us to overcome or for us to top. 
And uh, so we could say in a sense like that, we are maybe a small time mountain climber that have had our times and adventures with difficulties, uh, difficulties and things that have just made things a little bit difficult for us. Uh, but today we read about Caleb, who was, if you want to follow the promise all the way through, back in Numbers, where he has promised this mountain or this inheritance that will be given to him through a promise that now he is in the process of claiming. And so we'll see how it came about and just what Caleb did or how he uh, obtained the fulfillment of this promise and how it relates to a promise that was given to each one of us. Uh, so, as I said, in a way, we could say or we could compare our life as being uh, filled with mountains to climb or hills to climb at certain times in our life. Uh, things that make things difficult for us and uh, challenges that uh, we hadn't foreseen. Uh, you know, uh, it may not be a big mountain, but yet it's, a, it's an obstacle to doing and achieving the goals that we have in, you know, schedule or that we would like to do. Uh, so let's consider Caleb here for a minute. Uh, when we think about Caleb, I guess one of the things that comes to mind is he was one of the 12 spies that Moses sent out to sort of do a recon or a reconnaissance of the land that they were nearing or that they were going to take or come into. And so they were curious as to what would be an obstacle to them, what would they have to overcome uh, to take or to go into this land and be safe and to enjoy the comforts or whatever would be there for them. So Moses decided, I'm going to send 12 people out into the land and let them come back and report to us just what mountains we may face. And so he chose 12 people. And we know that Caleb uh, and Joshua, when they came back, those were the only two that gave a report that yes, we should go forward. The other 10 were sort of, I guess, scared away because when they went into this land, they came back and said, well, it's a land of giants. Uh, the cities have been barricaded or have walls around them. And, you know, there's no way that we can overcome such obstacles or no way we can take this land. Now, keep in mind... They have been wandering in the desert for 40 years. 
So they're desirous of getting into this promised land and getting settled down. But here out of 12 people, 10 say there's no way, but Joshua and Caleb said, yes, we can do it. Why do you think, why do you think Joshua and Caleb were convinced that they could do what they were wanting to do? It said, it said Caleb had wholly been dependent upon God. Joshua and Caleb was letting God lead them. They were letting God show them what they could do. For the other ten didn't have that faith or that trust that God would be with them as they went over into this new land. So they were dependent upon God leading them just as we should be today. Whenever we are faced with a task or a problem that we may not know the answer to, we may have questions about, why don't we do like Caleb and Joshua, put our faith and trust, let God show us, let him be the force behind whatever our decision may be, whatever our action may be. Let God be the deciding factor. Don't be discouraged or be too quick to come to the conclusion that we can't do it. Remember the thing that we say over and over and over? All things are possible through God, so why don't, we, why don't we believe that? If we say it, why don't we believe it? Joshua and Caleb did, and we see what happened to them. So <coughs> they found their encouragement through their faith and trust in God. What were the others afraid of? They were afraid that they was going to get knocked down or beaten down without any way of overcoming, but not Caleb. Now, there in verse 10, it tells us that Caleb said he was 85 years old. Now, he was, what, 40 when he was sent out? to spy this land. And then they had wandered for 40 years there in the desert. Now they're coming after all the, another five years, says he's four score and five, which is 85 years old. But he says, I'm just as strong today as I was then. Now I know, and I can tell you, and you can tell by yourself, Age does make a difference. Age does sort of slow you down. It, it does take away some of the energy and, I guess, pep and uh, drive that you once had. But back then, and I don't know that we could say 85 years old was an old age, because back then, people in that time, they lived a little bit into older and uh, 
85 might have been just a average age back then. But that doesn't, the age doesn't matter. Caleb is saying, I'm just as strong now as I was then. And we are too, as long as we have God to, to supply our strength and to supply our power, then we are just as strong, as forceful as we have ever been or can ever be. Because we're not relying on our strength our power, we're relying on what God gives us. And we know what he gives us. Whatever we need, whatever is needed to overcome or to achieve whatever goal that is up there before us. So uh, Caleb is saying, my age doesn't matter. Now today, sadly, a lot of people are reluctant to undertake projects, are not willing to do what God wants them to do because they feel like they're not capable, they're not strong enough to do it. Not, not Caleb. He says, that doesn't even enter into my mind. Uh, too many people are put aside or they turn aside from certain jobs because they feel like they're too difficult, too hard. But here again, remember what we say. All we can do all things through God. So if we, if we say it, why don't we believe it? So there's nothing that's too difficult for us to do if God is on our side. If it is God's will for us to do it, he will see that we do exactly what he wants done. And there should be no question in our mind as to how we're going to do it or uh, what means we're going to use. God will supply whatever is needed uh, for us to achieve what he wants done. Now, we find that today, and this is true in a lot of the churches, they are spiritually hungry on claiming the promises that God has made to them because they're not using prayer, the church, the Bible. They're not using God in any way to obtain whatever it is that they're trying to bring about. So we see a lot of things go undone or not done to the completeness because of this inability or reluctance to let God have his way. Let him, let him take control. Let us just be the tool and let him use us in whatever way he has for us. And let's see what we can do and how things will turn out. Remember, <coughs> Caleb is claiming a promise that was made to him years ago. And has God made a promise to you? Yes. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But as we go about doing God's will, doing what we want to do to serve the kingdom here in this community, in our family, 
There are other things that are important to us. One is the companionship or the working of our friends. Knowing that we have their support, that we have their backing, means a whole lot. You don't want to go into a project or undertake a job and everybody telling you, well, that's impossible, you can't do it. You got to be out of your mind. What do you mean trying to do something like that? If your friends don't support you, then it's easy to see why you get discouraged. And that's also true with your co-workers. Their support means a whole lot. Know that you got someone that believes in you. And then the main ingredient, the main thing that we need is the support that God gives us in whatever and in every way that we need. Because we undertake a project. We understand and know that there are going to be some difficulties. There are going to be some challenges. There are going to be some setbacks. God didn't promise, would you come to accept Christ? God didn't promise you that everything would be smooth, no problems. Some of the problems we face are from God, just to remind us just how much we are dependent upon Him, how much we need Him, how much we have sort of forgotten. And left him out. So yes, we are going to have some difficulties. It's just natural. So, there in verse 13, it tells us why or how Caleb came to be the recipient of this Mount Hebron as an inheritance. Because it was promised to him years ago. Now, the good news, I asked a few minutes ago, did God or has God made a promise to you? The good news is, yes, he has. What was that promise? The moment that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you had a promise given to you that you will have an eternal home in heaven forever and ever. So you have an inheritance just as Caleb is now collecting his promised inheritance which in this case happened to be Mount Hebron, you and we have an inheritance waiting for us that was promised and is still in effect today that when we pass from this earth, we have a home in heaven that we will inherit. So we have a promised inheritance that is awaiting for us and we will some glad day, move into this home 
and we will inherit our heavenly home. So just as Caleb had a promise given to him, a promised inheritance, each one of you, we have been given a promised inheritance of this home that Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And where I am, there ye may be also. And he also said, I will come again. And I will receive you to be a part. To be a part of this home. To be a part of your inheritance. That you have gotten. By just like Caleb. How many times did it say he was wholly faithful, wholly truthful, wholly dependent upon God? Just as we are today, we are just as dependent upon God as Caleb was, just as Caleb received his inheritance, you are going to receive your inheritance someday. So today, as we sing our invitational hymn, we invite you, if you have a need to come for whatever reason, to the altar to sing one-on-one to God, whatever your need may be. If you have a need today, Christ is here at the altar, always waiting, willing, ready. Would you come? But the promise that we're making today, we will be just like Caleb. We will remain holy, true, and faithful to our Lord and Savior until our day comes to depart from this earth and inherit our heavenly home. 375. 375. First life, first.
So, Father, we give thanks today to you and your Son for every promise, everything you have done and given to us already. May we always look to you each day for the strength and the wisdom that only you can give us. Now go with us, Father, and as we go to our individual homes, continue to lead and guide us as you would have us to go. Again, be with us tonight as we gather to pay our respects to the Pearson family and the loss of their son. May you comfort them, Father, as only you can. All these things, Father, we ask now in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Thank you. 